0: to the smash bros cast episode 79 i'm your host and 64 josh my co-host and spot wait a minute av what what's going on You're. Uh, what, what am i is, doing here is, <laughs> is, is this is nightcrawler brown now is this <laughs> is this the is this be, beyond the
1: metacast what what's going on what's happened I can, uh yeah i'm here to replace nightcrawler i am i'm a robot that I was am, designed I, to uh that
0: was designed
1: i i Unfortunately his charisma has not been ported over to this version but maybe we can get that updated <laughs> in, a, in a future version <laughs>
0: maybe a firmware update we can <laughs> yeah exactly fix that so guys crawler is uh, uh, he's in the twitch chat right now watching from his phone because he has a complete internet outage in his area so we tried we tried to make it work but it was just a kind of a garbled mess so it's it's uh, it's it's just AV and I tonight. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a we're going to have a good time, but we do we do miss crawlers. So, uh, before we get started, if you'd like to get yourself a free book from Audible, you can go to audibletrial.com/sbc. The chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. If you go to n64josh.com/opc, you automatically save $10 at checkout. And guys, my book Another Castle is now available on Kindle and as a paperback and soon 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 it'll be on audible but right now you can pick up the paperback or the kindle version on amazon just search up another castle and put josh after that and hit it it'll be at the top your top search result if you uh if you want to be able to pick it up there there it is so it's uh we're, we're finally we're finally we're finally doing it we're finally doing it
1: Yeah, congrats, man. That's that's awesome. (laughs) I'm really excited for you. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. So uh,
0: with that, we are going to jump on over to the announcements. All right. So we have our Smash Bros cast tournament, usually the second Saturday, but I'm going to be out of town. It's going to be happening May 25th. Signups will be starting soon. I'll probably try to get that up next week so that you guys are able to, uh, to sign up. There will be a, a $20 eShop card for first place, 10 for second and five for third. Okay. So there will be, you'll be able to go to n64josh.com slash smash tournament, uh, for all the details, but I don't, I don't have it. Uh, I don't have it set up quite yet. So soon, soon. Um, Speaking of tournaments, we had Thunder Smash this last weekend, and uh, I hear Av had a great time. Great time watching, and uh, you want to you want to tell us some of your some of your highlights from the uh, from Thunder Smash?
1: <laughs> I, I unfortunately I only watched the uh, the production failures and that were trending on reddit and twitter <laughs> oh, there, no. there there there's some there's some stuff with uh with the analyst desk and uh and some controversy about how they they're they they like introduced vicky and Sinpai as as the first ever uh women w- woman casting duo and then you panned over you panned over to them and you had, you had Sinpai going like this
0: <laughs>
1: vicky, <laughs> vicky wasn't wasn't too happy about that i think that was about all i saw and then i saw maybe larry versus charlie but that was about it Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. I didn't, I didn't see, I didn't see much myself. I did. I did, uh, pick up a few highlights. I saw, uh, DeBuzz and MVD. I watched the finals and it was kind of just all de buzz. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> like Olimar is, uh, Wow. Wow yeah omar can be really oppressive uh and in, it kind of a character that is super indirect with how with how it with how it interacts with you it's like he's just like throwing stuff at you and he's not i it's like he's not actually like getting in the brawl himself too much <laughs> so it's it's pretty it's it can be very frustrating to play against omar yeah he
0: he i i believe is the first match like thirty two seconds the first stock was gone. And within about another 15 seconds, he had him up to 46%. It was just
1: kind of like, it was just an onslaught of Pikmin, you know? Wow, that, that, yeah, that's pretty insane. I mean, Olmar can also, like, kill you in so many different ways. Purple back air, purple up air, blue up throw, yellow uh, yellow spike, like, and then the fire ones are pretty are pr- pretty strong, too, like so many ways to get out of disadvantage down down B goes through everything. So much super armor up B you can attack out of up B. Like there's so many things that Hillmar can do. That's wild. It's That's wild. wild. So the buzz ended
0: up taking first MVD second Salem third, uh, Wadi fourth, Larry Lur fifth and ESAM fifth uh, Razo and prodigy bull seventh. So uh, interesting uh, Nightcrawler was telling me before we jumped in the call,
1: so this there was a it was like a $20,000 pot so it wasn't $20,000 for like uh, the pot wasn't twenty thousand dollars the first place got 20000
0: yeah right yeah, exactly
1: <laughs> it, C- crazy. So that's such bad design in my opinion like like you're that's just asking for no one to show up to your event and lo and behold like there were 80 entrants for this ridiculously like like overproduced tournament, like it was, it was a little sad, honestly.
0: Yeah, and the, and the thing is, like, uh, you could see, MVD was like fresh. I mean, he he smacked the table at one point because it was like first place was twenty thousand, second place two thousand.
1: Yep. Right. It, that that disparity is like, in my opinion, not really healthy. Like, you should you should be at least proud of yourself for getting. Like, I mean, you're going to be disappointed no matter what, but you should at least be like somewhat proud of yourself for getting second. And I, I can assure you that NVIDIA is probably like complete opposite of that. He's very, probably very disappointed, which is unfortunate.
0: Yeah. 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 The, the, the one, the silver lining, uh, DeBuzz wants to use some of the cash to help get uh, people in the community to Evo. He's going to be putting on some, some Wi-Fi tournaments and things like that. And so uh, I would like make sure to follow him on Twitter you know, just kind of, uh, see, see what's up. If that's something you're interested in getting involved in, um, it sounds like there's, there's some potential there. Like, uh, I, I don't know all the details, but it sounds like he's going to host tournaments and maybe the winner gets a trip to Evo or something like that, you know? So uh, that I didn't hear about that. That's really cool. I'm glad that he's putting it to good use. <laughs> that's, that's really awesome. Right, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool. So, and again, uh, crawler was telling me this uh, after the fact. So I would suggest just looking him up on Twitter and seeing, um, seeing uh uh what that's about his uh, his twitter handle is Buzz senpai if you guys are if you guys are wondering so that's twitter.com slash debuzz senpai so yeah thunder thunder smash this last weekend what are, are you are you going to any other majors
1: um me yeah <laughs> uh i i am not planning on going to any majors other than possibly shine so uh there were some people in my in my discord that one that were talking about um about meet, meeting up with us at Shine, so uh, I'm actually kind of interested in that. So that if if I'm going to any major, that would be that would be the one that I'm going to. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Okay, all right. Well, let's see here. We're going to uh, we're going to jump on over to the Smash News. Okay, so. and team are at work on dlc number two number three and then he just says one more thing
1: so yeah i heard about that so apparently that news dropped like about like two or three months ago so like that tweet reference was that came from a reference point of two or three months ago so it's totally possible that that other thing was stage builder but I hope it isn't because I'm really excited about, uh, about like new single player content such so as break the targets or if Peon was here he'd say board the platforms.
0: <laughs> no that's literally what the article says. I got Nintendo enthusiasts open right here and so yeah, uh, because yeah that's the other thing with this, with this tweet. It says this includes already announced Joker from Persona mm-hmm. 5, Fighter number 2, Fighter number 3 and one more thing. So so we're kind of just, we're kind of just from this transition on into the, the the little little talking point I have here in the <laughs> notes. Devil May Cry was announced for the Switch today.
1: Ooh, really? That's that's fun. That so you think we're gonna get Dante as a as a playable character in Smash? I mean, all I gotta do is mix Bayonetta and Cloud, and you have Dante, right? I thought Joker was mixing Bayonetta and Cloud. <laughs> I guess we need yeah. another Bayonetta. He's Cloud more like Mason. Bayonetta and Young Link, right? Because it's right. just the short Bay- little Bayonetta. sword. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like if I got to say Smash Ultimate featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series, like that would be that that would make my that, that would make my entire video game experience in my life. Like that that would be so funny.
0: Well and oh. here so and I mean while they're at it, let's just make his Echo Fighter Nero at the same time, right? Just get him just great right. of,
1: kind of a double launch you know that would be really cool i mean they said they don't plan to release any more echoes but honestly i think it would be a huge like it'd just be a huge cash grab to just release like simple echoes i don't understand why they wouldn't do that like dixie kong or funky kong or like <laughs> Like, i feel right. i feel like it'd be really easy to make money off of us with just throwing us throwing us echoes yeah speaking of Birdo,
0: man it seems like there'd be some potential there with uh with with that moveset with the eggs and other things like that, like, hmm. yeah. Interesting. I don't think I've ever thought about Birdo and smash.
1: So yeah, it was weird. It just came into my head. (laughs) I was like, just thinking about echoes and like, yeah, maybe like you shoot, like there'll there'll be some like charm mechanic. If you hit someone with their, with the egg, like that'd be kind of interesting. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so, you know, it's, I'm, it is pure speculation. There's nothing, there is not any kind of announcement whatsoever, but, uh, you know, might be uh might be kind of fun to have uh to have and i mean i saw mixed things i saw like because i immediately tweeted it i i i posted you know immediately when they said i was like is Don is does this mean dante and smash and then and then i started getting the replies like oh i hope not i want this (laughs) less than i want steve you know what i mean like it was it was like yeah it was but then other people were like uh uh they they did want you know and some people were like oh i want nero you know what i'm saying so it's just just, you know people are kind of up in the air i'm like and then i had people asking me well and who like who don't you want in smash because i'm like i'm kind of indifferent i don't really i'm i'm neither here nor there on it really
1: and my reply was hello kitty that's who i don't (laughs) want in Smash. hello kitty what there's like some uh, if you watch like uh, "Awesome Games Done Quick" or "Summer Games Done Quick," I, they they usually do like the the Hello Kitty game. I forgot what it was like. <laughs> Hello Kitty like, Cruisers. It's it, it pretty intense. The race. <laughs> game? Is that we're talking about? Well, Which one? The, the race. The cart racer. I, I, I think it's something like that. There was like some Hello Kitty adventure game. Oh man. So yeah, so it, bad. It, it's it was pretty hype. I didn't think Hello Kitty could be hype. So
0: yeah, don't, don't
1: don't don't count it out just yet. But um. Speaking of uh, DLC content, did you like stage builder? Did you did you like go into stage builder and like mess around with it, or is it kind of like a no-op for you? I haven't touched it once. <laughs> yeah, I, that, yeah, that's kind of my experience too. Like, it's kind of sad because it's supposed to be this like really fleshed out content. I it's like we like Peon and I went and messed around with downloading some random stages, and we didn't really interact with it that much, which is kind of disappointing.
0: I, I for me. And I think we're going to, we're going to probably be similar as like, you that's not what you play Smash for really, right? Yeah. It's like kind of a, it's kind of a one and done thing, you know, whereas like maybe if somebody was making some competitive stages, but like some of the stuff I saw was like, like just like, like anime girls and just kind of like, <laughs> like the DVD logo, you know, things like this. And I'm just
1: kind of like. All right, the DVD logo was kind of hype. Though. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, it's cool. It's cool. It's just I don't like for me. I'm like, I don't. What am I like? What am I doing on this? You know, you know?
1: Yeah, I feel you. So, that's that's exactly how I felt, too. But like, what if they brought back like uh, the adventure mode from melee? Would would you would you play that? I, I, I doubt it. I
0: mean, the thing is, like with uh, and I've talked about it on here before, but like with Brawl, I sat down with my boys when they were real little. And we unlocked characters, and that was like every time a character a challenger approached, they were so excited, and like, <laughs> I want to fight him, you know, like that's. Yeah. And so, uh, for me, I just don't see a. I don't. There's not a. When I play Smash, I'm playing it. I feel like every time I fire up Smash, I'm I'm playing it with the with the goal of improving, right. And if I'm going to play a game just for like fun or something, I'm probably going to go to like, like Mario Kart or something like that. You know, that's just um, not that I'm not having fun, but like with Smash, it honestly feels more like practicing every time I fire that game up versus like um, I haven't
1: even played spirit mode once. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's cool. I mean, the thing is, I I totally like I totally get that. I'm pretty similar but uh, if they if they release break the targets, I would absolutely be going for like going for records on, on break the targets. But that's that's probably my extent of 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 like things that I would want for single player. It's but the thing is like, there's this huge audience of people who only play Smash for for like single player content and casual like and casual free for alls. So um, I it's it's crazy like how like how it's different the com- the competitive communities are and the casual community. And I wonder like what the actual size difference between the two is.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's a good question. I, I, I wonder, I wonder the, uh, the thing is, I don't know the, what's the mode called where you got to hit the, you got to
1: hit the bag. Cause I would play that like, Oh, home run contest. Yeah. yeah, yeah that, I would that, definitely, that would be cool. I would yeah. I mean, a lot that. of people said that they would love home run contest back. I think, I think everyone likes home run contests. It's just, it's just a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'd be down. I'd be down. So, uh, but yeah, other than that though, like it just, uh, I'm, I, I'm just kind of jumping in because I want to, I want to, I want to improve, you know, that's, I like it. And that's my I, I proof. <laughs> basically. Yeah. So, um, the, uh, the other thing here, I'm trying to multitask. So forgive me. I've got, uh, I've got Sound effects going off. You guys just heard Mario, but we, we're good now. We're good. I got it. I got him <laughs> <mellowed> <laughs> out. You don't, we don't have to hear him anymore. Uh, so that was the first talking point though. It's just kind of like, is Dante a possibility? Like, you know, we now, we know there's a persona game coming to the switch. It is a, you know, a, a dragon warrior style uh, or dynasty warriors. I'm sorry. Dynasty warrior style game. And, uh, so, you know, is this a sign? You know who knows who knows and then microsoft's got some minecraft announcement happening on the 17th you know it looks like it's minecraft ar but Ooh. you know i don't know that sounds cool who knows who knows like uh, the thing the thing is there's there's only four more characters so just i'm just telling everybody now you're going to be disappointed with somebody just be ready for that all right like <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm ready for minecraft steve like my body's already ready for that like yeah, you just I, want diamond I
0: swords just let's go <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i i've i've already accepted that even if it's probably even if it's not gonna happen like we're gonna get either like undertale like one of the undertale characters or we're steve it's, it's it just has to happen
0: so let me let me get this let me let me let me throw this out here is minecraft steve a sword character
1: Oh man, <laughs> I, I feel like you could like switch between like the air, like the bow, and then and then the sword. I feel like it, uh, so he's Steve a link. He's be, a link echo, is what you're telling. Yeah, me, yeah, <laughs> he'd be a link echo. That's so true. Throws TNT <laughs> like, instead of bombs. Yeah, that's actually it's actually weird how Link is just a full fledged Steve, <laughs> like. There's like, I mean, like, what would the building mechanic be in the game? Like, how would you actually how would that actually make sense? Like, it would be so annoying and so different to play against. Like, I don't understand how that would work out.
0: It would probably just be something to do with the final smash. Other than that, it would just be his normal moves, you know, or just some normal moves, I would guess. Like, maybe maybe (laughs) he builds a maybe he can build, you know how, like, Pac-Man throws the the hydrant down. Oh, sure. Maybe he can build some kind of barrier that takes, you know, a few hits to get, you know. So okay. you, you can protect yourself from uh, who knows some projectiles or something and then jump up and fire back. I don't I don't know who knows who knows. And right. I mean, and does he have, you know, what are they called the, the, the creepers? Don't those things like explode? Like maybe he, you know, maybe maybe neutral bee. Pulls out a creeper or something. I, I I have no idea. I don't play that <laughs> much Minecraft. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how this stuff works, but, uh, uh, the thing is a character like that. I just want to see how, I just want to see what Sakurai does with it. You know, in the team, I want to see how creative they get with it. And, um, uh, you know, and we may not see it. It may be, it, 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 it may not be, it may not happen. We, we don't really know, but, uh, Month and a half. I think we're gonna know at least one, one more character.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm really excited either way. Uh, honestly, the, the roster is so good already that I'm not. I, I don't think I'll, I'll be that disappointed if it's someone that I don't like or is weird. <laughs> I, I think I think Smash Ultimate's already like a really awesome game. So,
0: yeah, that and that's that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. The, the The roster is so good that anything else is just kind of like, you know, like the icing on the cake, cherry on top, that kind of stuff. Like, I have no. I, I have no clue who Joker is, what his game is like, anything. I know nothing about him, but I'm glad he's in Smash. He's 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 got some unique moves. the the Arsen is kind of you know is different. It you know so I'm I I think it's cool. I just I love seeing how creative they get, and uh, as long as they don't like, as long as we don't have another Bayonetta, uh, you know, Smash Four incident, then I think. I think all is all is good, because the game is really well balanced right now. Right, and I absolutely so.
1: agree. Um, I mean, maybe you could tone down uh, Olimar. but I mean, even then, like it's not like we're seeing like four Olimars in top eight. So, right. But once once we get to that point, we'll. Well, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe it'll be like that. But we have a lot of character diversity right now, and it's really exciting. So I think everything is mostly how it should be, and getting even more balance is is probably really hard so we'll we'll see how it goes
0: yeah it's it's it'll be interesting going forward it's just nice to see that they were they, they kind of just buffed things versus really like nerfing people into the ground you know so that was, mm-hmm. that was i good. think
1: that's a that's the way to go in terms of balance philosophy um it's interesting that they were still really really uh what do you call it? Conservative with their changes, even though like the buffs were still pretty low, the nerfs were really tiny. So like at some point, I think we'd like them to shake it up a bit, or maybe just increase the amount of these conservative patches, just to see, just to kind of get a little more testing in. And I and I hope they're looking competitive. It really seems like they're balancing off of Elite Smash. So <laughs> I hope they they start looking at competitive at some point.
0: Yeah, I was seeing quite a bit of uh, uh, just kind of some grumblings in in discord of of people talking like, like, I'm I'm at 4.4 million and I'm playing on these crazy stages that don't belong, you know, in in elite, like what's why are there items? Why we're doing like one stock? Why is the timer set to two minutes? You know, like, uh, and I'm not I'm not. I'm not quoting like verbatim what they said, but like, it just, you know, there's just a lot of cheese that still takes place. And I think, I think they need to tighten, tighten some things up with, uh, with the competitive side online and, and things like that. Like I'm just, whether it be a four for glory mode or something, like e- even just, just separating people that want to play with the items better, just like cranking up that filter, you know, like allow longer wait
1: times if they have to. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's in, it's interesting because like there's this uh, there's this like difference between there's this like really slight difference between saying you're like ninety nine percent sure to get the, the like the rules that you want or at least close to it or saying like just full for glory mode. And I think a lot of people are. It, it would be it would be pretty easy for Nintendo to just say okay, here take this full for glory mode, but for some reason they're going to die on this hill of saying you're likely to get the settings you want, but for some reason we're not going to, we're not going to do that. And maybe that's the increased matchmaking speed, but everyone was fine with it in smash four. So it is a little, it is a little strange that they're kind of doubling down on this, on this networking change, which is interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: before we get to our next talking
0: point, I do want to back up on, on, on Minecraft Steve again. We were talking about it in my discord earlier. I do. I do firmly believe that if, uh, if he if Steve makes it into smash, that will move units that will bring that that will have kids wanting their parents to buy him a switch just so they can play a Steve in a fighting game.
1: Yeah, actually, it is. It will be pretty revolutionary. I, I wonder what the what the cross pollination is going to look like. Isn't like how many people are actually going to go play Minecraft after they play Steve and smash? I mean, a, a fair, like. Everyone's played Minecraft probably to some extent, but there's probably some people who, who just who just like only play Smash, and maybe we'll go play Minecraft. So that that it is really exciting that if it's some really high profile character like that, then we'll <laughs> we'll get a lot of new players, which is cool. Uh, the other thing that
0: you know, as as Nintendo fans, as Smash fans, that's all we're talking about is like Smash or Steve being in Smash, but like. You got to realize there could be a complete crossover here that there could be some like there could be smash dlc put into minecraft to to some extent right there could be there could be characters or you know maybe even they they come up with their own like you know kind of cheesy version of of smash in minecraft where you you know you, again you gotta make your stages you know, who knows? Like, I, they could definitely do some cross. I mean, they've already got like, you know, they've got like a Mushroom Kingdom. You can play as Mario. You can play as Bowser, that kind of stuff. But maybe we see more, you know, more characters make their way over. I, I don't know. I, and I don't know what that looks like exactly. But uh, but I do think from a marketing standpoint, Steve is a great choice just to uh, sell units. Because at the end of the day, that's what Nintendo wants to do, right? They want to, They want to make money. So... Um, yeah, this, (laughs) this question, uh, and I feel like we kind of talked about it. Uh, we kind of talked about it a little bit, um, in our last episode with you, with, uh, when, uh, we did that crossover with, uh, with beyond the metagame. And so, Mm -hmm. um, but like you've, you've been playing smash a really long time
1: uh competitively no well well competitively been playing for about three to four years like which i guess is is kind of a long time but yeah i've been playing smash for like nine years nine ten years so so yeah i've been playing i've been playing smash a long time but and i guess a decent amount of time competitively
0: i want to talk about the times that you've maybe felt some fatigue or burnout Mm -hmm. and you know was it as simple as just i just go and play other games you know what was it that got you to come back i kind of want to touch on some of this stuff because you know i'm 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 kind of just we've kind of been hitting on this subject off and on a little bit and and i noticed even for myself like i've uh i've started i picked up another pocket and then i saw put out the art of mario video and i was like oh i have so much to learn again you know like mm-hmm. uh he makes Mario look really dirty so I'm 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 kind of excited to dive into that but like but what I mean the, over the past 3 4 years
1: you know and and even have you do you feel like you've hit any kind of fatigue with ultimate um I'm definitely hitting that point where it's definitely getting harder to learn we we recently talked about overcoming plateaus which is cool cuz it's kind of it's very topical with with what you're with what we're hitting at here and the problem is, is that when there's no new things, when there's no nothing new to learn, when you feel like you're stagnating because you've reached your character's limitations, maybe, or you feel like you've reached you get you get the same results in tournament. Uh, one of the most important things is like you said, you you mentioned something about switching characters or maybe playing other games. Switching it switching it up is generally the only thing you can do. It's either that or you take a break. So uh, it is it is as simple as that. But the thing is, sometimes, some something that that we realized was switching it up could mean something completely different. Like you play completely new people, you play, you go to completely different locals. It doesn't. It's not necessarily always just like switching up your character or maybe playing Destiny instead of Smash. It's it's very it's it's very different than than what you think it is. It's maybe completely changing your training routines or changing your mentality uh, and changing your mentality obviously is easier said than done, but there's, it's just any type of drastic change is what's going to motivate you to really break past these plateaus.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. And so, I mean, for you, for you personally, like with, uh, right. with like smash four, right? Cause I'm sure you had your ups and downs with that game. I'm I'm hmm. assuming, right? The new car smell had to wear off at some point, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I kind of I kind of skipped over the the personal aspect of it, but um, for me personally, I am actually kind of feeling that way right now. Um, there's some matchups that DK just doesn't cut it with. Uh, I understand that right now as a player, I'm not fundamentally good enough to beat to beat really good players that are playing matchups that are really awful for DK. So it is frustrating, especially because you f- you see people succeeding with their with with their character. you see people dominating with the character that like that is true to their identity, and you want to follow in their footsteps however, i mean, I have been starting to like experiment a little more and kind of you throw out my secondaries a little more i have been I've been realizing that if i is that that the experience and the knowledge that I gain from playing ma- from playing matchups with other characters does kind of leak over back in the, into my DK as long as I understand the concepts behind it. For example, uh, one of my main secondaries is Lucina, so I've actually been going Lucina more in tournament lately. I used to only go DK, like for the last about eight or nine weeks, I've gone solo DK, but I've started to play Lucina a little more, and when I do an air dodge read with Lucina with, with, let's just say her back air, that same air dodge read would work with DK back air. So playing characters that are sort of analogous to your main character sometimes helps a lot because stuff crosses over as long as you're very actively aware of these things.
0: I think that was the biggest word ever used on this podcast. So thank you for that. That was, that's, uh,
1: <laughs> that's was, that was good. Uh, peon in chat says one day you'll beat the inkling AV. i have beaten his inkling and also and also i'm also he's never beaten me in an ultimate set so i don't know what he's talking about (laughs) i think he's just he's just he's just trying to flex that's all no no his his inkling kicks my like like, kicks my butt like it's not it's not it's not easy (laughs) it's like the inkling but, but the thing is like if i switch to uh if i switch to lucina uh i actually do well against his inkling which is really funny because like it's the matchup isn't that great for inkling so it is important how how like how crazy matchups are in this game Mm -hmm. especially with the with with like this like the broad selection of characters uh having having a secondary is so important in this game speaking of
0: secondaries i have a secret pocket a secret but, pocket. No one's guessed yet. I last week I put it out on the show. I'll give a $10 eShop card to anybody that guesses. They get one guess. <laughs> Nobody's guessed. Now. Now. I'm going to give another hint because I want to keep this going. And I have to backtrack a little bit on what I said. Okay. Mm-hmm. I so when I first started messing with this character, the random character I was playing against I think was a uh, was a heavy you know, like a, like a, I might've been like a Ganondorf or something like that. I don't, rem- I don't remember. They were tall and they were heavy. And so I could, with the fair, I could actually carry them across, across the stage. But then when I went and tried it with other characters, it didn't, it did not. So I told everybody, i like, oh, it's a character that has a fair that carries. Well, it doesn't, it's not technically. It is a fair that kills. Okay. It doesn't spike but it kills it does it is it is it does kill it you know a high enough percent right okay so i'm gonna throw that out i'm just trying to give hands you can guess if you can guess correctly and so what are you uh, playing pac-man no but good 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 guess good guess (laughs) so i have so many people guess ness the other thing i said is that the uh the up the recovery the up b actually was throwing me off and so I actually dove into some videos this weekend to mm-hmm. practice more. And found out there's actually a trick to being able to recover. So I was like, oh, this maybe this is just me being dumb. No, there's actually something you have to do in order to get recovery to work correctly. With this character in certain circumstances. AV looks super confused if you guys are only <laughs> listening to the podcast, by the way. Like he, he looks he looks very
1: uh, uh, looks very confused. So your hint is very cryptic, which I like. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> so um, so
0: there you go. That's those are your hints. You guys get another another everybody gets another guess. So technically, A.V., you get a second guess if you want.
1: It's okay, a, it's, I'll it's, I'll save it. Okay, Uh,
0: I'll I'll let you know later. (laughs) All right. So that was that was my little my little my little tangent there. But um, but I I, to kind of get back to what we were talking about, just with like fatigue and things like that, like. You know, do you and and you mentioned learning and I think that's I I think you kind of really hit the nail on the head for me. And it's not that like by no means do I feel like I've I've mastered the character, but I felt like I got to the point that I wasn't. I wasn't learning that much more. It was more about me just trying to, uh, at this point, it's more about me just getting, you know, getting my neutral game, getting my fundamentals, getting my, like, just, just getting my play style, right? Like putting to, putting to work everything that I've learned. And, that's that to me is like the long road ahead. You know what I'm saying? And, Mm -hmm. um, and then the other factor too is like, I'm looking at this as like, uh, uh, I've got to look at like my Twitch stream and things like that. And I was watching my viewer count just die when I played smash. And so I'm like, okay, well I've got to, I've actually started playing, uh, playing smash just pretty much by myself on the weekends you know, just trying to, uh, um, you know, still working on Mario and then still working on this new, um, this new pocket. And, uh, and so, uh, but that's something that's actually been kind of, uh, and here's the thing. When you move from Mario, who's pretty much lightning quick to characters that aren't as fast it really like it It kind of messes with my head a little bit because I'm like, I can't get to the state, like to, to the areas of the stage as quickly as I, as I can with him, you know, things like that. And so uh, that's actually brought some new life to the game for me because it's like, oh, this is a this is a new this is a new challenge. This there's so much to learn here. I'll sit in in. I'll s- I. I took the character into uh, quick play and uh, I lost in my first loss. I lost over a million points my first <laughs> and I was like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to, I'm going to pump the brakes here. So, uh, so, uh, just went back into the, into the training room, but I, what i'm enjoying is like i'm practicing certain things so much and and at this point like i I hadn't even watched any videos i had just i just wanted to kind of like think about the, the times i had played against this character the combos i'd seen things like that and trying to uh just trying to figure out some of those things on my own right and then mm-hmm. and then i've since gone and watched um watched one video and, and took a few things away but I feel like there's so much to learn with this character at this point. that are like, I'm forgetting to do certain things. I'm focusing on, on other things so much. Yeah. You know? And so it's, it's that, uh, it's that, that I think it was from Shrek,
1: right? I'm just like the, it's like an onion. You just keep peeling the layers back.
0: Right. You know?
1: So if you, if I may, I actually want kind of wanted to talk about that. In my opinion, picking up a secondary that's more complex than your main is sometimes a detriment to your play a secondary should be an, an a, should be an asset it should be an attachment it's like a it's it's like an extended magazine on a gun it's not it's not like a it's not like so you're switching to a new gun you want to be able to to have it like uh like plug in to your to your main the problem with playing extremely complex characters i'm not saying that you did i'm just i wanted to talk about this anyway the problem with playing extremely complex secondaries is that you don't work on your fundamentals when you play a character that's really complex you have so many strange options and so many like things you need to surprise people with that you end up relying on surprise factor instead of fundamentals. When you play a character like like Lucina, or maybe even like Pikachu, um, these these characters aren't really surprising. They're very they're they, they have very clear game plans and very good tools. Learning how to use very good tools and learning how to and and once in the fact that they're kind of easy to pick up and easy to uh, and easy to start to start getting results with because the tools are so good you start making reads a lot faster you start developing a lot of the basic skills you need for the game so my recommendation whenever i tell someone if you're like falling out of love with your character or the game or you need something to change it up pick a simpler character than your current one cuz often because often that, that's what will will kind of give, breathe new life into your into your fundamentals. Unless you just want to have fun. Like then, if, you, if you just want to have fun, just go for it. And the character's vibes with you, go for it. But if you are looking for results, in my opinion, your secondary should always be less complicated than your main.
0: I don't think that's the case for what I'm doing. Because, I mean, Mario, cool. you don't get too much. He's pretty, he's kind of your, you know. He's like a vanilla
1: latte, right? It's probably why right. I like him so much. It's it's kind of hard to get less less complicated than that. But I mean Mario does have a lot of like I mean Mario's like a blank slate, like a beautiful canvas that you can paint on. Thank you for saying how- that. You know, I appreciate that.
0: So what I'm making sure to do is that I bounce back and forth, that I'm not focusing too much on the on the pocket without like uh but it is really I mean I would say that it's uh I am I'm, I'm I'm probably playing a a, a little more defensively and, and 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 focusing a little bit I know that the focus is going to be a little bit more on the mix up versus just the uh just the raw aggression because I just don't think the the way this character plays that that's going to that's going to work very well. So mm-hmm. and chat keeps trying to guess but nobody nobody's guessed yet so <laughs> if anybody guesses it I'll let you know but uh, so, but I'm having fun. I'm having fun. And that's, cool. I think that's what's, uh, that's the, that's the main thing, you know, and I am that's playing other important. games. I'm putting, I've been putting time in with Mario Kart. You know, there's been a, I've just been, I've just been going hard on Mario Kart, And it's, I mean, that's where I'm having the most fun. I'm also trying to play. I'm playing, a, uh, that steam world quest right now. And, mm-hmm. uh, I've been kind of, uh, grinding my way through that. And so, I mean, it, it there's only so much time in the day. Right. And you just, yep. uh, it, you know, I do, I, I do want to get back into my, I what I need to do for myself. And maybe this will help anybody else that's feeling this. If you've, if you haven't been going to your local, maybe you need to get back in that, you know, get back in the habit. And for me, it's just been bad timing with when my local is, it's not been, uh, uh, it's not been, um, because I didn't want to, it's just been, you know, Oh, my nephew has a birthday and that's the same night as, you know, that kind of stuff. It's so, yeah. um,
1: you know, so, uh, I agree. Go to your locals. It's, it's really important. Uh, I've, I've actually been a little, little bad about that too. So that is good advice for me. <laughs> I, I need, I, I've actually been, I just built uh, a new gaming rig. So, um, I, I've, I've been distracting myself with that. Uh, it's like the first time I've ever built a computer, so it was really exciting. So yeah, nice. I, I'm glad, I'm I'm glad that I'm also getting the chance to kind of play other games and going pro actually... on Fortnite, aren't you? <laughs> no, never, not even <laughs> once. <laughs> That'll uh, be the next character in Smash is the the Fortnite guys. So <laughs> 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 right, Actually, let, let me let me let me get this straight. I, I don't think Fortnite's a a, t- a terrible game. I, I just don't. I was not sucked into it. I, I don't. I don't actually like it that much. <laughs>
0: well okay um let's let's hurry up and get this thing wrapped up no i'm just messing with you
1: um so
0: okay well hey we're gonna we're gonna get into a character breakdown we're gonna talk uh we're gonna talk ab's main donkey kong
1: yeah let's do it (laughs) i love donkey kong
0: all right so
1: donkey kong let's talk about his neutral game Sure thing. It's completely character dependent or matchup dependent. <laughs> His neutral game will completely change depending on what character you're playing against. He is a very versatile character, a surprisingly versatile character that can switch between a grappler style and a sword style and a kind of a fighter brawler style. Knowing when to use each one of your tools and knowing when to rely on one style rather than another is really important to mastering the character.
0: Let's talk about the approach tools.
1: Sure thing. Um, so, like, like I said with with neutral. Uh, so let me kind of break down the neutral neutral first. Uh, mm-hmm. I I wanted. So you want to basically use your tilts to space out. You won't. You don't necessarily want to be approaching. So, like, which is why neutral kind of. Uh, beautifully blends into approaching, is that a lot of DKs you'll see just kind of throwing out dash tech. Dash tech's a great move. It, it's this crazy roll that has a really long-lasting hitbox. Incredibly punishable and very reactable, and you can also like pretty much read it really easily. If a DK is relying on dash tech, it's probably because it, it, the, the player has not been accustomed to using some of DK's more patient options. DK should be approaching with walk. DK's walk is one of the fastest walks in the game. And you can the fact that you can, the fact that you can run, you can basically do any action out of run in this game has conditioned a lot of people to not use walks. DKs, you actually do actions faster out of walk than you do out of run, so it's important to kind of master how just the the beautiful and elegant act of walking and walking and using down tilt, walking and using forward tilt, and those are going to be your main, main tools to space in the neutral. Um, you can also use back air if your opponent is uh, preferring the air. Um, and But approaching is a very delicate balance. Because, because you can't, like I said, you don't want to be running and dash grabbing. Ultimate's not a game where dash grab's good, also DK's dash grab is pretty bad. So, the approach options are baiting your, are using stage control, walking, to kind of pressure your opponent into acting and then using your really long-range moves to just throw out and take up space and then condition them into, into doing one of, one of three options that you can, like, such as jump, shield, roll, and then use, and you go from there to use your amazing advantage game to just punish them and deal massive amounts of damage at one time.
0: So, dealing massive amounts of damage
1: combos... Combos, DK has a lot of combos, but the, in my opinion, if you're just learning the character, don't learn combos. <laughs> That's not where I get most of my damage from, and I've, and I know, and I, I've pretty much used every DK combo there is. Most of my damage I get is from up airs. Getting people into juggle situations and up airing them five times in a row is how you can rack on 70, 70 to 80% in less than 10 seconds. Like, it is, it is often the, the way to go. And a lot of the time, that gets set up with grabs. So, like I said, you're going to be using your tilts, and your back air, and your and your really good range to condition people into shield. Then you can go in for the strike. Once you have people conditioned to shield, you can grab them. Now, DK's, grab leads, uh, DK's cargo up throw leads into up air, leads into forward air at lower percents. I generally only go for up air, so what I'll do is I'll put them on my back with, by pressing forward, so I'll do the cargo throw, toss them up, and then I'll up air them. Now often, this puts them in an, it, this puts your opponent in an interesting situation. They can either air dodge, or they can jump, or they can try and attack. DK's up air goes through nearly everything in the air, so if they try to contest your up air with an attack, they will lose 99% of the time. Mm-hmm. So your up air is pretty safe. So what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to, Look for what they do. Do they immediately jump out of your up air? In that case, if they burn their jump, like just wait, just wait for their jump and then just follow up with another up air. If they air if they air dodge immediately, so what's gonna happen is you're gonna up air them once, you're gonna drift back to the ground, and you're gonna jump and you're gonna see what they do. And if they air dodge, wait out their air dodge and then follow up another up air. And often up air combos into itself. So if especially if you're on a stage with platforms, you can get like two or three true up airs. Like just comboing into each other. So just if you want simple DK combos, just focus on up in my opinion. Got it. Got it. Okay. Mm. All right. Let's talk about finishers then. Sure. Um, so finish like finishing a stock with DK is probably the that is I in my opinion where people struggle with the character. It's just crazy, right? Because DK has so many, so many like um, crazy kill options like there's giant punch there's the there's the side b bury into pretty much anything into imagination there's down there's down air into up into up air there's forward air into up air on stage there's there's down air into giant punch on stage there's taking someone and, car- and cargo f throwing them off at, at like at 100% which is guaranteed if you grab them at ledge Cargo down throw, most of these, most of the sword characters, they don't have good horizontal recovery. DK, there's, and my favorite, which is aerial down B, aerial hand slap into up smash, which combos anywhere from 70 to 110%. The problem is, is because DK has so many, and obviously the smashes, DK has so many (laughs) kill tools that people get, people get overwhelmed what I do is I, is I let it come to me. I never go for a specific kill option or specific kill, like, kill tool. I say, if I get this, cool. I'm just gonna move on to using other stuff. So what I'll do is I'll use hand slap in neutral. I'll use aerial hand slap. What I'll do is I'll do a B reverse down B. A B reverse down B is kind of like a quarter circle down input. Those are really important because that is pretty much DK's coolest movement option. And it it confirms into up smash or up air at higher percents. Additionally, I will I will just be throwing up back airs. If someone's jumping there, back air starts killing at around 120 to 130. Uh, if someone grabs if someone is shielding at the ledge, I'll go grab them and throw them off the stage. It's very situational. There's not any with DK, you have to learn how to go with the flow. Everything your opponent is likely going to be dictating the pace of the game initially. And then once you get them into into disadvantage, that's when you get to dictate the pace of the game. Mm. But every time you try to force something, every time you try to force your kill confirm or a specific idea onto them, that is where DK players suffer because DK players can't force specific ideas onto people. DK players have to go with the flow, understand what their opponent wants, and then use one of his devastating punish options to capitalize on that.
0: Got it. Got it. I know I've been I've been I remember when the game was first, you know, when Ultimate first dropped and there was a there was there was a few different times I got grabbed and thrown into the side of the stage, you know, right. and uh, didn't tech and just bounced to my to oblivion. So that was that was fun. But although it was happening to me, it was still pretty satisfying to
1: watch. I'm just going to I'm just going to make sure I, <laughs> I actually never go for that. I, I never go for it because I just assume people will tech. <laughs> so right. I just never go for it. Right, right. right. Well, like I said, it was it was really I haven't
0: I haven't seen anybody do it in, in a long time. But it, when the yeah. when, when Ultimate was first first
1: came out, there were a few different yeah. people playing. Uh, playing <laughs> that DM was probably a rude awakening. <laughs> like, yes, you you should learn how to tech. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. that's, exactly. uh, that's pretty brutal, honestly. I that when that when that hits, it like it's pretty disgusting because it'll kill you at like thirty or forty percent, especially as Mario. Yeah, it was low. It was low. I was, <laughs> yeah. There was there was almost real tears. So, you know, uh, let's talk about edge garden. Uh, sure thing. Uh, another thing that I love talking about, because a lot of DK players don't edge guard. DK has one of the best aerial mobilities in the game, aerial mobility and aerial acceleration. This is your ability to kind of jump to uh, to move in the air and get to your opponent fast in the air you You should be going off stage and back airing your opponent every single time that you can obviously there's some exceptions uh I think there's there's like some characters that can evade this i'm not going I'm not going to detail and list out all of these characters, but it should be obvious if you can't get them but characters like sword like uh, like sword characters you should be running off immediately when they go off the stage and intercepting them. You can intercept nearly every other every recovery with back air. Back air is a disjointed hitbox, which means that you will that which means if they try to counter it with an attack, your back air will go through, will go through their attack. That being said, because it's so strong, you can often, you can often get really, really early back air, back air edge guards. Additionally, weak back air confirms into strong back air. Which is kind of the craziest thing. So if you get a weak back air off stage, it immediately confirms the strong back air at like at, at mid percents, which gets you which gets you kills a lot of the time. If you're crazy, you go for downer. Like if like if there's a fox, if if you're playing against a spacey, which is fox, falco, wolf, wolf up these a little weird, it might it might tag you. So I'm always wary around wolf, but fox or falco, I go off and I I down air them every time. If you're not hitting your down airs against fox or falco off stage, you lose that matchup. Otherwise, it's pretty even in my opinion. A lot of people will say they struggle, but uh, if Fox is off stage, you get down air kills at zero. <laughs> mm. So, like in most situations, down air will 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 just outright kill them. So you you need to be edge guarding where you can. Uh, sometimes people use down B uh, if there's like an if there's a recovery that I don't think I I'm very confident at getting aerial hand slap has multiple hitboxes so i'll kind of use that to hope that one of the hitboxes on the on the refresh rate hits them and then the final hit will will spike them so uh, aerial down b can be used to edge guard sometimes i it's not my go-to option like i said running off and back airing off and get n- nets me most of my kills off stage so that is what i'd get used to at first
0: let's talk recovery
1: it's bad <laughs> <laughs> it's It's bad, but that's but DK, if DK didn't have a bad recovery, uh he would he would be like over, overwhelming in my opinion. Mm. uh DK has probably the worst vertical in the game, worse than little Mac, I think. <laughs> like I think I, there's probably some character with verse, with worse vertical, but I can't even think of one right now. You have to be mixing up your your recovery and save that double jump like like it's your firstborn child. Like that double jump is is what gives you all of your vertical and all of your mix ups off stage. You should be delaying your upbees back to stage. You should be delaying your double jumps. You should be, um, you should you should be mixing up mixing it up as much as humanly possible off stage. Now this is a bit of an advanced technique, but this is what I do every single time I'm recovering. What you can there's something called a turnaround a turnaround special. It's this is not a B reverse. It's called a turnaround special. This is this is done by pressing the opposite direction and then pressing B. What this allows you to do is it allows you to reverse your it allows you to turn around while charging your giant punch in the air. Now this is cool because when you turn around and start charging, that means you can start throwing back airs out at the person trying to edge guard you. This is essential because back air like I said is really disjointed. So if you start throwing back airs at someone that's trying to edge guard you, Oftentimes it'll either make them scared or it'll hit them off to a place where they can't edge guard you anymore. If you if you if you lose your double jump and you start up and you're and you're far out and you're up being back to stage, consider yourself dead. Like pretend, like you should just say, okay, I'm dead, because then it'll be a nice surprise when you actually survive. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it's true. in, in fact, you sh- in fact you should do that mostly to condition yourself into understanding that good players. Every single time will spike your upbe back to stage if you're all, if you're um, if you're recovering without a double jump. Got it, got it. Let's talk about stage choice. Are you? What are you banning? What are you picking? Completely care a completely matchup dependent. Um, there, I want generally want um stages with uh, platforms, but that changes right because. Like i my favorite stages are obviously Yoshi's Story and Battlefield. Battlefield is cool because once you get one up air, you jump, get another up air, jump to the platform, get another up air, and then I just I can kill people at wildly early percents with with just up airs. However, this is not always the case. Consider the Fox matchup. The Fox matchup is you you get up aired a lot easier than than you than you get to up air him. So what you so you don't want to take Fox to Battlefield. You want to take Fox to Final Destination. Or you can juggle Fox in the air. So that is likely that, that is likely going to be <laughs> your your ammo when you're playing against characters that can juggle you really easily.
0: Mm.
1: Now, but the, so but let's just say you're playing against a character that likes a lot of space, such as, well, Pikachu and Pichu like throwing thunder jolts at you like for forever. So you never want to go to Kalos. Kalos, in my opinion, is DK's worst stage by far. Uh, I, I, ban Kal- I, I ban Kalos every single time that I play. There's very few matchups that I actually like Kalos in. The platform messes with your recovery. The, the amount of space is awful. The high ceiling, I think it has the highest ceiling in the game. So that's going to hurt you a lot. So it's match- matchups can be wildly different on that stage. Especially if you're playing against a character like Snake, you're going to have a really rough time on that stage. In no. terms of in terms of the other stages, you're going to have to go to some of the other ones. You should get used to playing on Smashville, you should get used to playing on Lilac. you should get used to playing on Town and City cuz those three are in my opinion the neutral ones uh, against most matchups. Stadium 2 is funny. Um people like for some reason people like saying, "Hey, do you want to go to Stadium?" <laughs> when you when when you start when they uh, when they sit down to play with you in a in tournament and I love that. Because Stadium Two is pretty good for DK, you get out of combos really easily with the with the platforms. The platforms interrupt most combos. Like when I'm playing against Pikachu or Pichu, mm-hmm. I can just tech on those beautifully spaced platforms. Additionally, uh, DK's platform uh, DKO, or people like to uh, like to call it Ding Dong, <laughs> works really well mm-hmm. uh, on on Pokemon Stadium Two. So if you want to look up how to uh, how to perform a platform DKO, I don't want to kind of spend too much time going into right now. So look up. Look either DK Will's video or some other DK gun on YouTube. You'll find it.
0: Let's talk about uh, bread and butter. What's the bread and butter with uh, with DK?
1: Cool. Yeah, I kind of did want to go into into some of the more like interesting parts about about his neutral. One of the most interesting parts is down tilt. Down tilt is DK's best spacing move. Not only because it has a lot of range and is disjointed, but also because it trips. I believe it has. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, someone else on the internet. But at least from Smash Four, it had a forty percent trip rate. This is pretty high. So what? So what you want to do in training mode is you want to go is is you want to go to training mode, uh, hit people with down tilt, and when they trip, confirm it into grab. You should be getting this ten times out of ten. Every time someone trips on your down tilt, you should be able to confirm it into grab. Trip confirming is one of the most important things with DK because trip guarantees grab. Guaranteed grabs aren't there are like few and far between in this game so especially with a character like dk that like that struggles to get grabs in in like in normal scenarios using down tilt to confirm into trips is your bread and butter uh in other matchups where it can be sometimes hard to hit people with down tilts or or norm- normal tilts uh back air is kind of your your def like let's just say you're completely struggling in a matchup uh, spamming back airs is totally okay. It keeps you mobile. Back, like I said, DK has amazing aerial mobility. So spamming back airs a lot of the time wins you matchups. Consider the Bowser matchup. Bowser beats you when you're on the ground. Bowser has much better run speed and much and like and much better out of shield options. Back airing Bowser is the way to go. So especially char- uh, characters who just beat you on the ground, you want to use your superior aer- aerial mobility and aerial mix up options. To kind of, to basically maneuver around them, and and that and that completely changes the dynamic of the matchup. Like I said, DK is not necessarily like good playing playing him the same way in every single matchup. In order to understand how to play with DK, I, I guess I I, I want to go. Actually, I want to have this as its own separate section about the mentality while playing DK. So I'll I'll leave that I'll leave that for another section. Okay. But in terms of in ter- in terms of uh in terms of bread and butters, um, confirming down tilt. Learning how to space your 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 back air, learning how to space your tilts—that is going to be your your absolutely bread and butter. Oh yeah, learn. And if you want to be a little more advanced, learn how to be reverse down b. Uh, if you watch any of my tournament sets, I'm I am like moving all over the place with b reverse reverse hand slap.
0: Mm. Okay, okay. So I only have one other. I just have one last uh, one last point. But you want to talk about the mentality. So let's let's get into that real quick.
1: Sure thing. So. Playing a heavy is, com- is completely different than playing a normal character. Um, there is a mental formative process that goes into playing a heavy character. If you don't go, th- go through this process, I mean, I'm, I'm making this sound super edgy in anime, but it's kind of true. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> um, playing, playing a heavy involves being okay with getting hit. It, it involves being okay with being down one or two stocks. Because you have this extremely explosive ability to take out stocks and deal eighty to ninety percent within like really small periods of time, you are never out of the game. If someone gets me, I'll I'll give an example. There was one. There was one game where I where I was on Lilat and I was I was playing against a really good player. He got me to hundred and forty percent without 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 me even touching him. I was not in the slightest, like I wasn't, I wasn't scared in the slightest. I threw, I basically got one grab back through him and, and down, down aired him at 10% <laughs> and he died. Wow. And, and wow. if you, I don't know if you'll believe me, but I didn't, I didn't get hit for the rest of the game and I three stopped him. Wow. Wow. <laughs> like you have to be okay with that happening to you and this and you being able to do that you need to be able to turn on the switch your advantage state has to be like pristine obviously this is more like in like the in like the mid to high level of like of competitive smash but if you really want to take this character to the to like the mo like to like to the max and to the highest potential you want to be like mastering your ability to build it up like take all of these hits it's like the, you know the bide attack in Pokemon wait have you, you haven't played pokemon have you? <laughs> wait, i mean i think we've talked about this before yeah but no, um, uh no idea what you're talking about okay so there so what I'm saying is that you have to be able to absorb a lot of attacks and then be able to immediately dish it out like threefold um on on, on people so like when you get hit you don't you don't think about, oh, it's bad that I got hit. You think about it, okay, I needed to get hit there because otherwise I would have died. <laughs> like you have to mm-hmm. take hits. You, you start it. playing this like mental math game of how many hits it's it's okay to take instead of, of trying to avoid everything. There's this like privilege that comes with playing like a really a really like um like fast and versatile character such as like Pichu or Inkling. Because those characters are so fast and so mobile that they can they can go entire stocks or entire matches without getting hit. DK, you accept that you're gonna get hit. You accept that you have that 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 you have this game plan that involves trading, that involves um that involves like just exploding on people at at, at like at random moments when you see like the one or two openings. I normally only win neutral against top tier characters about twenty to thirty percent of the time, but I can still win win a majority of my games, even when I'm not winning neutral a lot of the time, that is the kind of mentality that's really important when not just playing DK, but playing any heavy character or big bodied character. Got it. Got it.
0: I like that. That's good. That's that, you know, that it gives me something to think about, honestly, because like I'm <laughs> one of the things that runs through my head every time I start a match, don't get hit.
1: Yeah. Right, I mean, from the from the smash uh, from the smash documentary, right? Don't get hit. Yeah, thanks, Isaiah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and it's it's crazy because like I don't think that, but I but it's like should I think that? And the answer is like maybe, maybe not. But like I don't think don't get it. I said don't get hit when possible, right? Yeah, it's like if I'm if I'm let's just say I'm I'm playing against Pikachu, one of DK's worst matchups. Um, there are times where. You are going to take damage. You are guaranteed to take damage. Pikachu sends you off stage. You have, one, you have two choices. You either go high and you land really unsafely on stage, and you take some combo or some percent, or you go low and you get down aired. You have to be okay with making this conscious decision, I'm going to land unsafely on stage, I'm not going to be greedy, I'm going to take damage. That needs to be drilled into your head; otherwise, you're just going to die at ridiculously early percents with this character.
0: Yeah, it seems counterintuitive, but I I, I totally get it. I totally yep. get it. Uh, so the last thing is, and you kind of just touched on it there, but what what are some of the what are some of the the worst matchups?
1: Um. So you'll find that every matchup looks bad, <laughs> like on, on paper. <laughs> I I talk about this routinely with people because it's one of the funniest things to talk about DK with. I don't think DK is a bad character. It's just on paper he loses a lot of matchups. Well, because the thing because his disadvantage is so bad, you you can it is very easy to be killed within like ten seconds of the of the match starting, or even even be down two stocks really quickly. He has such an atrocious disadvantage that that like that's. Essentially, why people completely stop playing him. But the problem is that humans aren't perfect. DK, in my opinion, as I've said, uh, as as I like to say, is not a counterpick for characters. It's a counterpick against playstyles. People who have significant like uh, Achilles' heels in their playstyle can be gimped by DK because DK like takes advantage of these small cracks in your armor and like basically pushes those advantages to like ridiculous heights. I will go as far as to say that DK easily has a top 10 advantage state in the game, if not better. And this, this the taking advantage of, of this is key. Some of the matchups, to get into specifics, some of the matchups that I find particularly bad, as, as Peon rubbed it in earlier, Inkling is a really terrible matchup. Mm. Inkling forwarder is guaranteed offstage against you and will, will edgeguard you 100% of the time. If you don't recover, if you don't recover high against Inkling, you will you will die one hundred percent of the time because forward air just beats Donkey Kong's up B. Additionally, Inkling has the mobility to not get grabbed low prop and Inkling low profiles with with uh, with their dash. Inkling has a lot of ways to condition you into shield, and uh, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of issues in the neutral with that. Also, guaranteed up throw up air confirmed that has like a fifty percent window after like 140 percent so they have guaranteed kills on you pichu pikachu also pretty bad i think pikachu is actually worse than pichu like if honestly if like dk does anything to pichu pichu dies <laughs> pichu dies from like down b to up smash at like 40 to 50 percent pichu dies from like the platform uh cargo throw ko at like 40 percent mm. like uh because it's human like error Brett throwing
0: a football on us yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like P- like P- P- Pichu dies from a uh, cargo forward throw off stage at ridiculously early percents. And that's one thing. Always go for cargo forward throw. You're gonna you're gonna what you're gonna do is you're gonna if this is your if this is on the stage, you're gonna do an arc with your jump, and right at the end, like right at like the three-fourths point of the arc, you forward throw them. This is guaranteed once they're past hun- about a hundred and five percent. They cannot mash out of it as long as you grab them at the edge of the stage. People often go for the down throw. That is incorrect. You go for the forward throw. The only times you go for down throw are against Simon Richter, Marth, Crom, Ike, and maybe Mario and Ganondorf. Yeah. So just characters with really well. Even Mario, I I sometimes go for F, F throw because his vertical is better than I usually think it is. Mm. So, yeah, and then and that's going to be and and so t- kind of going back to to character matchups. You you will lose to characters that can push their advantage really far, and if they push their advantage state flawlessly, you lose. You straight up lose the matchup. Thankfully, humans are imperfect, and you will get small openings. You against really bad matchups like fox can seem bad, but you but your but if if the fox plays imperfectly, one one small punish can turn into a stock really quickly. Expect to win neutral no more than forty percent of the time. If you're winning more than forty percent of the time, you are playing against a fundamentally worse uh like worse super smash brothers player than you that's okay people have all different skills but notice that if you're winning neutral a lot take that as a blessing take it as like you have your fundamentals are are likely are likely better than your opponents you should not be (laughs) winning neutral like that much which should train you to take your advantage to the next level when you can
0: it's great advice great advice hey we're gonna put a bow on this thing man Cool. It's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. We're at an hour, 10 minutes. I can't even believe
1: it. I can't even believe it. I <laughs> thought it was gonna that's be awesome. I <laughs> thought this would be a quick one, but nope,
0: nope, nope. So uh,
1: AV, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me at, at A plus my long Indian last name, A Vaidyanatha And if you don't wanna if you don't wanna like learn my last name, go to at BeyondMetagame. Uh it's the podcast that me and Peon host. Uh, we uh, we Twitter left no room for the, the so it's gonna be at beyond metagame. So you can find my Twitter there and my co-host Peon's Twitter there. Right on, man. Right on. And uh, guys, go check it out. iTunes, Google Play,
0: Podbean, YouTube, all the places beyond the metagame. Right? Yeah, with the, the typically Yeah, yeah. With, with the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, so go check it out It's it's uh, it's good stuff It's it's really good stuff, these are great guys So, and uh, A.V., like, short notice Was like, I had somebody request Like in the last day or two A Donkey Kong character And I was like, oh, I'll see what A.V.'s doing and I think it was in the conversation yesterday And I just <laughs> tagged you, and you were like, yeah, I'm, I'm game So, uh, so there you go So thanks, man, I appreciate it Of course, it was a lot of fun. I love talking about Donkey Kong. (laughs) Love it, love it, love it. Guys, you can follow me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, all the places. It's that n 64 Josh. Um, Of course, you know, go see our boy Crawler at Nightcrawler without the E724 on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, guys, the music you're hearing right now is the Metal Melee theme. You can go to n64josh.com slash Metal Melee if you want to check it out. Uh, of course, we got the Audible Trial. Go to audibletrial.com slash SBC. Chair, I'm sitting in from OPC, n64josh.com slash OPC. Save $10 at checkout. And I just want to thank you guys for listening. All right. This next week's going to be a little different because I'm going on vacation. So uh, stay tuned. we got something kind of fun planned for you. So uh, remember to tweet at me who you think my my uh, you think my pocket my, my secret pocket is. And we'll see you guys soon. Bye now.